0: Nice short kick that is going to come up and bounce at the 20. Rutgers has a chance to recover it, and they do! What a play by the Scarlet Knights! Get it to Harper with three, with two, with one. Harper for the win! Got it! 10 at the 21, Wimpsett hands it off. It's Benunga getting to the corner, left 20, 15, touch at 10! Benunga down near the goal line! He is in! making his move with five step back three for the lead all right rapid reaction to rutgers 81 70 loss at minnesota on sunday night the four game winning streak is over rutgers was attempting to win five games in the big 10 play uh, in a row for the first time ever Uh, And also three road games in a row. Uh, Neither happened. And uh, after a uh, really good offensive first half, Rutgers was unable to get anything going in the second half. Minnesota did a really good job of cutting off driving lanes, did not allow them to get inside. Cliff dominated in the first half, got very few touches in the second half. I think he just had one second half field goal and uh they settled for a lot of contested uh jumpers and they didn't make many of them and they were really cold from three uh on, conversely defensively Rutgers uh, played their worst defensive game I thought in in a while uh I can't exactly you know sight win but uh it was not um uh Minnesota sped Rutgers up I thought that that was a key and you know the the difference in beating Rutgers defense of late has been ball movement. When you move the ball and you get open threes and you knock them down, uh, that's, that's how you beat them. I mean, Iowa has had that formula against Rutgers for quite some time. Michigan state is really good at doing that against Rutgers and Minnesota. I thought in in a way kind of replicated that, uh, you know, they're much improved and uh, it's the third loss in a row for Rutgers at Minnesota. They had, you know, for a second there, you wanted to believe that they could turn the tables and, Flipped the script from last season, that late collapse at Minnesota, uh, where they were down 17. They went on, I believe, an 11-1 run. They got it down to six uh, with about two minutes to go. And then they just, you know, they couldn't get much closer than that. They they traded baskets for a little bit with free throws. That was a big key in this game. You know, uh, Minnesota made more free throws than they have been. Uh they they were pretty poor coming in. I mean both teams were in the you know mid-sixties and in this game, uh both teams shot really well from from the from the line. Rutgers was 18 of 22, actually, 82 percent. Uh let's see, uh Simpson was four of four. Cliff was seven of ten. That's big for him. Jeremiah was five of six, Austin Williams, two of two, but Minnesota was uh well twenty-three of thirty-four, uh, which was just sixty-eight percent. But in the second half, they were 15 and 19. So that was huge. They were making free throws down the stretch. If they weren't able to do that, the game would have gotten even closer. Uh, You know, Rutgers uh, just honestly, I thought they looked gassed in the second half. Um, You know, they've been a little banged up. Uh, I thought Paykel played that rotation a lot in the first half, really opened up the rotation because I feel like he probably knew that they were gassed. I thought he actually coached a pretty good game. I know you know comments about Wolf being out there in that critical stretch in the second half. It's kind of funny. I mean, plus minus doesn't always, um, you know, give a, a complete reflection of the game. But you know, Cliff was actually minus ten on the game. Wolf was plus two. But yeah, I mean, Wolf got beat inside. He wasn't rebounding well enough. He he you know he he looked every bit the undersized four trying to play five that that he is. Um, a bully really didn't play much. Uh, I don't know if he played in the second half again, there's things going on in the game. We don't know about, you know, uh, we know that, that Noah has been banged up with the knee. We know mag was hurt, uh, you know, having knee soreness. He didn't start, but he did play. He ultimately fouled out. They didn't get enough, uh, from him inside, but I just thought the physicality, you know, was on the side of Minnesota. And I thought a big reason was speeding Rutgers up. Uh, you know, they weren't able to make it a half court rock fight and you know the theory or thought that you know good teams can win multiple styles that's true uh to be honest i mean ruckers I, I they're not good enough to win in multiple styles right now that uh, they're not they can't shoot to the level you need to shoot to play at a faster pace against a team like minnesota that does shoot really well um you know Payne was amazing tonight uh just was stood out 21 points eight of 12 from the floor uh, you know, dominated from the wing, was just cutting the basket at will, uh, making everything he wanted inside. Uh, from three tonight, you know, uh, Hawkins uh, was, you know, slowed down at first, had a great second half. He finished with 16, three of four from three, six rebounds, seven assists. Uh their two shooters. Christie was uh two of four from three. Uh, and uh, Mitchell was just one of three from three. But as a team, they were eight of 16. Uh, from three-point range, Rutgers just four of nineteen. I talked about it in the preview. Rutgers had to make six or seven threes tonight. They had to limit Minnesota, who was shooting thirty-seven percent coming in. And um, excuse me, they were allowing opponents to shoot thirty-seven. They're shooting thirty-five percent themselves, and uh, you know they—they—that's really the difference, right? They won by eleven, and the margin on uh, was plus plus twelve on the three-point line. That was a big difference in this game in terms of turnovers. Rutgers uh, did turn over Minnesota 15 times. Uh, they had uh, 10 steals, and they had uh, five blocks. But points off of turnovers, they had a 17-10 edge, which is not bad. But, you know, it wasn't enough on the road. Uh, in terms of uh, rebounding, they were minus four. Uh, they were plus two on the offensive boards, plus three a second chance points, 15-12. to 12, Not enough. Points in the paint. They were up 38 30, but uh, fast break points. I mean, Minnesota outplayed them in transition tonight. That was a key. Rutgers really needed to be able to pick their spots and not allow Minnesota to get up and down the floor the way they did. Uh, 18 11 fast break point advantage for Minnesota. Uh, You know, listen, Rutgers had 16 assists on 24 made field goals. It was even better than that for a while. They shared the basketball really well in the first half, they were getting good shots. And then it dried up in the second half. Minnesota made adjustments defensively, really cut off driving lanes, and, and Rucker struggled. And they settled for a lot of bad shots. They missed layups. What did they shoot when they did get in? They were, you know, uh, just physically, they, they looked off um, in terms of their footwork and just kind of their closing speed. And they were just kind of out of whack. Um, layups tonight, uh, yeah, 11 to 25, one on one on dunks but 12 to 26. And, uh, you know, they were over a point per possession, but defensively, listen, you're not going to win on the road when you give up 81 points, when you allow the opponent to shoot eight to 16 from three, they got a ton of trips to the foul. line. I was worried about foul trouble in this game. I did think, you know, Rutgers, they had a chance in the second half and they got into the bonus rather early around midway, of the second half. Uh, and you know, to their credit, they, they hit free throws, but they could not hit a shot. I think they missed 11 threes in a row. I don't know how many field goals in a row, but there was a a dry spell quite a bit. And uh, they they were just a step slow. Um, You know, listen, it's been been a great run uh, to that four-game win streak. And I thought Minnesota, I I didn't love the matchup. And I thought that it was going to be a really tough game for them. And, uh, you know, like even Garcia got going. Uh, Minnesota just, you know, they're a good offensive team. And uh, Rutgers didn't have it tonight defensively. They weren't physical enough. Uh, they didn't limit enough, uh, one shot, one shot possessions. They didn't close out on shooters well enough. Uh, they did generate some steals that press was effective at times, particularly down the stretch. Um, you know, but again, they weren't able to get out and transition enough off of the turnovers and Minnesota did a really good job of closing them off and forcing them to work in the half court. And that was, you know, their execution was not there. I thought they had a pretty good game plan. I thought it worked pretty well in the first half. I thought Paykel, you know, had them ready. Um, but I do think that this team, you know, showed, showed a little bit of wear and tear tonight. Uh, call an excuse, whatever you want. But I just think it's reality. And I think that's why you saw such a big rotation from Paykel. Uh, Just looking at, uh, let's see, the, the stats as a whole. Uh, in terms of minutes allocations, uh, you know, Derek played 32. Jermichael played 32. Andre 24. Cliff played 31. Jeremiah played 31. Um, you know, listen, Cliff played 31 minutes. I, I know that he wasn't there for that stretch when Minnesota kind of took over, but you know, you, listen, you, you got to rely on a backup here and there. Ogboli played just uh, one minute tonight. I don't know if there's something going on physically there, uh, but you know, Wolf got his first action in four games and uh, eight minutes did not have a rebound, uh, you know, between Ogboli, Wolf, uh, Yeah, I mean, geez, one, two, three. Just six guys had rebounds tonight. Uh, You know, Derek had five. Jermichael had five. Cliff had eight. Jeremiah Williams had five. Andre just had three. Mag just had two. That's not enough presence on the glass at all. Uh, You know, uh, Cliff had his three blocks, his three steals. He was 19 points, six to 10 from the floor, but, again, did not get enough touches uh, in that uh, second half. How many shots did he have in the second half? He had two, one field goal attempt in the second half. Uh, he did score six points all from the line, but uh, obviously not involved enough. Jeremiah finally looked human tonight. Was just one of seven from the floor in the second half for the game. He was just uh, two of ten. He did have five boards, four assists, zero turnovers, a block, and a steal. He's you know he's a gamer. He's a tough player. Had nine points. Um, but you know you could see he was frustrated at times because he didn't have driving lanes to get through. Um, you know uh, Derek made some shots tonight. Um, you know missed some shots in that second half. He was six of fourteen overall, three and nine from three. Uh, he did have three assists, just one turnover. Uh, you know didn't play terribly, but uh, overall, I mean, you know Hyatt was two of eight, didn't make a three of oh, three. Jeremiah we know struggled. Matt just two of five, uh, did hit a three. Uh, but you know, nothing much from the be- in terms of shooters from the bench. I mean, they need threes from the bench, and I don't think they got one. Noah didn't take a shot in limited action, just three minutes. Oscar played five minutes, no shots. Gavin, eight minutes, one three, missed it. Uh, so nobody made a three off the bench other than Moat Mag. And uh, you know, Derek's the only one that made threes besides that. So, not enough in that regard. And uh, yeah, disappointing for sure. Um But you know, listen. I'm already getting tweets saying, like, you know, well, into next year, and gotta, you know, figure out who's gonna stick. And I I don't understand that at all. I don't understand giving up on this team a second time. Uh, You know, winning on the road is hard, and uh, this team has played much more connected, and uh, has uh, has shown that you know they're. I really believe they're a middle-of-the-pack Big Ten team. What that means postseason-wise, who knows? They obviously have a, a crazy uphill battle to make the NCAA tournament. Uh, if they won tonight, they'd be firmly on the bubble with a chance to to, burn, to to get over the right side. Playing at Purdue on Thursday, Purdue obviously loses at Ohio State on Sunday uh, with an interim coach. Pretty crazy. They're going to be out for blood for sure on Thursday night. Uh, but then you come home, you got Michigan and Maryland. Those are two winnable games, two teams you've already beaten. Uh, and then you go back on the road. You Listen, you're at Nebraska, a team you beat without Jeremiah. Uh, and then you're at Wisconsin, a team you did beat uh, as well. So, you know, can you steal one or two on the road? Can you defend home court? You got an OSU on senior day. This team could still win. They, you know, what is it? There's three, six games left. I mean, they could still go four and two down the stretch here and uh, finish with 10 Big Ten wins. So that would be a clear-cut NIT team. Uh, who knows if they can make a run of the big 10 tournament. I tend to think the NCAA selection committee does not take much into account with the big 10 tournament, but listen, where where this team was, uh, and they showed the fight at the end of this game. Right. I mean, they were, honestly, I, I really think they were gassed in this game. And, uh, I think that, you know, they, they, they got themselves back into it. You know, they made it a little interesting, obviously, you know, Minnesota makes their free throws. Rutgers really missed, uh, you know uh, any layup opportunities they had in the second half that could have could have tightened that game up and really turned the tide, uh, but it didn't happen. They didn't have it tonight. Uh, but they play hard as always. They just I, I, again, I, I think they just they put, they got sped up and they they it neutralized their physicality and uh, they weren't able to ex- exert their will on the defensive end uh, and, and on the glass enough. And, uh, Minnesota really talented offensively and, and played well. Um, so you move on. And, uh, I think that, you know, there's plenty to like about this team and Purdue is going to be obviously a huge test on Thursday night. Um, but you know, even if they lose that game, there's, there's no reason to give up on this team. There's plenty of basketball to be played and, uh, you know, they're just going to have to adjust. I think that, um, you know, they're going to have to obviously be more disciplined in the half court offensively. Uh, there's a lot to learn from this game. Uh, but overall, you know, I think the biggest thing now is catching their breath. The, the win streak is over, uh, kind of come down from a cloud and just get back to playing Rutgers basketball, which is, you know, uh, really making it a dogfight and uh, making it very difficult on your opponent. Uh, you know, they, they were not able to uh, beat Minnesota to spots tonight. I thought that was key. Uh, and that's partly why I think they were gassed because Minnesota was just beating them to every spot, uh, you know, uh, off the dribble and just, you know, the way they were uh, moving the basketball and it really had Rutgers kind of on their back feet and uh, they were unable to, uh, to really stop them. So uh, again, disappointing night, but the end of a, a really fun, Tremendous season turning around, uh win streak that is now over. Uh, but this the loss does not mean the season is over. You know, obviously, a tr- crazy uphill battle to get to the NCAA tournament. But listen, you could still argue they controlled their own destiny. You know, you win Thursday night. You you laugh, you say there's no way they're gonna do it, but they they've won in Mackey before. This group uh, you know, a lot of players on this team last year were there when they won. Uh and uh there's no reason to think that they can't believe him. I mean, Michael is just for whatever reason has painter's number in terms of game planning, preparedness. He kind of has not figured out. And this team's going to go there now, maybe even looser. Now that the win streak is over, uh, P- Purdue for sure is going to be pissed off, but that doesn't change the fact that Rutgers. I like the way their backcourt matches up with Purdue's backcourt. Obviously you have cliff against ed and that's tough, but cliff is going to body. He's going to bang. And, uh, you know, obviously the the whistle, I mean, you know, the whistle was tough tonight, but you had to expect that coming into it. And Rutgers is just, you know, Williams Arena has been a house of horrors for them lately. So they just got to mentally, uh, you know, regroup and uh, be mentally tough and get back into it. And uh, there's a lot of basketball still to be played. And I think this team can continue to grow. Uh, this is, you know, they took their lumps tonight and uh, got to get back off the mat. Thanks for listening and watching. Once again, here at the Scarlet Faithful, and I'll talk to you.